0: minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
1: We in a fin and In a Nacht i da going Jane, how can you... here We can. Soy Vivo, Voy Basho Kim, who are we, Voy Avak Show, is the Voor kim. Voor i
0: Jam in the A.M. Basila Gani done by Yonatan Sheinfeld. Before that, Hine Kel. That was from the very best of Kalbach, Chabad, and Breslov done by Soul Farm. Kalbach Medley from 8th Day. You heard Simcha Liner brand new with Lecha Hashem. Reboin, Barry Weber with that amazing selection. And of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this November the 12th, day 14 in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5780. Tuftshin Pei, 56 degrees, 67% humidity. Winds are West at 8 miles per hour. Rain this morning with a high of 56. Then tonight, partly cloudy, a low 26. Woo! That's quite a change. Sunny tomorrow with a high in New York, 37 degrees. We're at 73 in Yerushalayim. Is it 50 or 56 here in New York? I don't know what I wrote here. I think it's 56. Uh, as we... Uh, broadcast live here on a Tuesday morning 6 30 in the morning and uh, we're on our way to Pittsburgh tomorrow uh, between 6 and 9 a.m. J.M. and the AM will be from Pittsburgh one year later with a very interesting lineup of um, of guests from the JCC in Pittsburgh that's tomorrow right here at J.M. and the AM. we'll leave after this show here today and hope that the storm doesn't give us uh, too much trouble Big thank you to Mr. Simon Jacob, a chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative. The JUI is, of course, sponsoring our uh, Pittsburgh journey so we can um, give our brothers and sisters in Pittsburgh the feeling that there are Jews around the world who care about them and that we can bring the message of Pittsburgh and rebounding one year later to our listeners all around the world. So That's all happening courtesy of JUI the Jewish Unity Initiative, and we thank Simon and everybody who's so uh, supportive of the cause. Uh, I remind you that our friends at scroll have Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Brachis at 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code RADIO. 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code RADIO. Uh, Go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. Rav Chaim and Chumash Boracius. Again, 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code radio. Uh, I want to thank those who um, have taken advantage of sponsoring part or all of a JM and AM radio broadcast. If you go to fjbunity.org, if you go to fjbunity.org, you'll see sponsorship opportunities. I thank those of you who have been supporting us during our 2019 campaign. I encourage those of you who have not yet supported us, to please do so. And you can actually do so in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody. Uh, Just go to fjbunity.org. You'll see sponsorship opportunities. That is the section that will describe uh, the entire thing to you. And I hope you'll participate with us. Yeshiva League sports update is coming up at 7:20 Eastern time this morning, and plenty more if you keep it here at JM in the AM. da <music> da.
2: i Et ha kala, hu yavarich ete chatan. Et ha
3: kala, ete chatan.
2: Et ha kala, hu yavarich ete chatan. Et ha Hakala. ete chatan. Et ha kala, Baruch et ha
1: It's shame, Known as the Koidesha Kodoshim There's an altar there With a heavenly fire burning That's why we're always yearning There's a place in your heart Deep within Known as the Koidesha Kodoshim There's an altar there With a heavenly fire burning That's why we're always yearning That's why we're all returning This fire takes you higher If you let it burn Inspire your desire to live and learn If you ignore Don't play with fire. Hallelujah, you, me, where you go. Hallelujah, let's see, hallelujah, us see, let's see, let's
0: J.M. and the A.M. Shal us with Hine Matov. Avremel Avramfried with Hallelujah and playing with fire off of Bring the House Down. Ohad Hadlovado, Mi Adir from Sandy Shmueli and the Krakow Nigun by Kalbach, done by Kolachai. Kalbach's yard site tomorrow night and Thursday. We are heading to Pittsburgh. We are getting ready for our Pittsburgh trip. We'll be there tomorrow morning, broadcasting from the JCC in pittsburgh pennsylvania pittsburgh one year later we will be there i hope you'll uh you'll join us by tuning in between 6 and 9 a.m when we're at the jcc in pittsburgh pennsylvania in the background it's america's one and only jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio Round the world, the web at alhamsingle and, and the Alhamsingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
4: Galits <laughs> on the background.
0: with we'll our news from Israel coming up. Plenty more happening this morning. We'll talk JNF later on. We'll talk Shalom Task Force later on. We'll talk uh, OU Community Fair later on as well. Yeshiva League Sports Update about twenty minutes away. Keep it here for that. If you're a a coach, an athlete, a parent, a faculty member, a principal, you want to tune into the Yeshiva League Sports Update coming up. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Bokertou
5: from Jam Nam. <laughs> <laughs>
6: היה מחולל הטרור הראשי מן הרצועה. ההחלטה הסופית לפעול בדרך זו הושרה בקבינט פה אחד לפני עשרה ימים. הוכחנו שאנחנו יכולים לפגוע בדיוק חירורגי, בכל מקום שבו הסתתרו מחבלים. מי שהפגע בנו,
5: אנחנו נפגע בו. לרמטכאל רב אלוף אביו כוכבי הבהיר, איננו מעוניינים בהסלמה, אך אם יהיה צורך, נעבור גם לסיכולים. <BUILT> פולה הייתה ממוקדת,
6: מדויקת, ולצד זאת אין לנו עניין בהסלמה, אבל אנחנו נערכים להסלמה. אנחנו נערכים מבחינת הגנה, אבירית, ימית, קרקעית, ואנחנו נערכים להמשך ההתקפה שכבר יצאה לדרך, ואם נצטרך, נעבור גם לסיכולים.
5: מחר בבוקר תתקיים ישיבת ממשלה מיוחדת נוכח ההסלמה הביטחונית, בתוך כך יושב ראש כחול לבן בני גנץ על חיסולו של בה אבו על ואמר... להירומים הביתחונים לא תייאש פה על התעלichים הפוליטים. המחביל בא בולטה שחשל הלيلة היה בן מ'ב.
6: בדיו כמו כל טרוריסט שמציל אפורל פולות כנגד ארצה ישראל. מדבר בא חלטת נחונה, עליה עוד קנתי מיבוא זו לא תייאש פה על
5: התעלichים הפוליטים המיתכימי. מדבריו של גן, סבי כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב. כ-160 רקטות שוגרו משעות הבוקר מרצועת הזה לישראל, וממש לפני דקה או שתיים היה עוד מתח, כיפת ברזל ירתה כ-60 רקטות. קליטייס של צהל תקף לפני זמן קצר פעילי ג'יאד בצפון הרצועה. מנהדת השידור של גלי צהל באשקלון, מדווח כתבנו הצבאי צאחי דבוש.
3: מאז הבוקר רוב מדינת ישראל מצוי במתקפת הטילים של הג'יאד האיסלאמי, עד כה שוגרו יותר מ-160 רקטות. 60 מתוכן ירתו על ידי לוחמי כיפת ברזל. לפני זמן קצר תקף צהל חוליה נוספת מתאלטיק ברו את כיפת ברזל בשל הארועים. ماشالله בזזה בישראל מעדיפים לאחיל את המצב.
5: כדי למנוע אסלמה רחבה יותר. מאז שעות הבוקר טופלו כ-40 פצועים. מהמוקד הארצי של מָדָם מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות, מייר מרציאנו. בין
7: הפצועים גבר בן 35 ואישה קבעת 40 שנפגעו בגפיים מרסיסים בגן יווני. 20 שנכבלו באורח קל למרחב המוגן 17 חרדה. צוותי מגן דוד אדום נמצאים בקוננות הגבוהה ביותר,
8: מהדרום
5: עוד בחדשות, גבר בן 30 נפצע באורח חנוש מיירי בדרך אלנבי בחיפה. כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר שהצוותי מאדם מעניקים לו טיפול רפואי ומבצעים בו פעולות החייאה. הולך רגל בשנות ה-60 לחייו, נפצע קשה מפגיעת כלי רכב בדרך חלוף שדה בתל אביב. כתבתנו ליאס ספילקין מעדכנת, שופונה לבית החולים תל השומר עם חבלה רב-מערכתית. מזג האוויר לסיום חם ויבש מארגיל. אלה החדשות שאורח רואו איבלד.
1: Lila yamantine Lila Lila I share I'm
0: A.M. and the A.M. Tuesday morning with the Shellas medley from Shellas Jr. Barry Weber opened up the hour. Well, if you heard the news at the top of the hour, it's uh, no secret what's going on in Israel. Our thoughts and prayers with those of our brothers and sisters that are uh, being targeted by the enemy right now. Speaking of targets, a targeted strike killed Palestinian Islamic Jihad leader Baha Abu al-Ata. took place early this morning. Uh, It's been confirmed by the IDF. In fact, uh, there's a Jerusalem Post article where Victor Lieberman claims in an interview that he wanted to to have him killed about a year ago, but that the prime minister, the current prime minister, uh, prevented it or delayed it. And of course, you know, why not use this opportunity for a little bit of political gain? Um, and then, of course, um, uh, because of the reaction by the enemy, uh, there are uh, rockets and rocket alert sirens that are sounding in Israel. Uh, obviously in the, uh, well, not obviously, but especially in the southern part, and the question is, will there be an escalation? Israel, of course, is always ready, as they reiterate on the ground, in the air, and at sea, and we know that. And of course, there's also the, uh, I mean, and the statement by the prime minister: "We will hit anyone who hits us." And then, of course, there's the speculation about the, and again, speaking about politics and how it seeps into all these conversations. <sighs> there are those who are suspicious that uh, that maybe Bibi has started this whole escalation or planned what he planned to um in order to um lead to an escalation for political gain and that is the uh that's the breakdown of what's going on in israel right now that's what that, those are some of the things that are being considered uh, here are the headlines. Netanyahu Gaza operation will take time. We'll hit anyone who hits us. Lieberman, as I told you, said I wanted uh, lot to kill the year ago. Netanyahu prevented it. Uh, left-wing MKs are, in fact, accusing Netanyahu of starting a war for political advantage. Amazing. Um, several Israelis have been injured as rockets are pounding the southern part of Israel. Uh, there's a video online of IDF soldiers blocking CNN reporter's camera on live television. I'm sure that's going to be an issue. Well, yeah, it already is. Um, what else can I tell you? Hamas warns the IDF action of killing uh, Abu al-Atta will not be will not go unpunished. And of course, the uh, issue of rocket sirens and how our Israeli brothers and sisters need to react when a red alert goes off and what it means to adults and children who are trying to uh, make their way to a safe place under the circumstances. Yeah, lots to think about, no question about it. Lots to think about as our brothers and sisters in Israel go through the latest round of um, attack from the enemy. 16 minutes after uh, 7 o'clock, more coming up here at J M M. It's a Tuesday morning broadcast. Um, we will get to our Yeshiva League sports update as promised, and plenty more. All happening here in the uh, seven o'clock hour. So fear not; that'll be happening, and that'll be coming up here at JM and the AM. This is from uh, Mordechai Shapiro's latest at JM and the AM. <laughs>
1: avala lo hashem ma aba I want the אבל but I'm to die, because it's the love of God, I'm don't But out in a godly way, my little human eyes just don't get the picture here. And I got no reason to fear I got no reason to fear
0: J.M. in the A.M. I call me of course, is a Mordechai Shapiro. Tuesday morning, it's time for our Yeshiva League Sports Update, which you hear every Tuesday at 7.20 Eastern time right here at J.M. in the A.M. Elliot Weiselberg with our Yeshiva League Sports Update at J.M. in the A.M.
9: Thanks, Nachum. The games are coming fast and heavy as we roll toward the middle of November. Today on the Tuesday morning, in the AM Sports Update. Varsity Basketball's number one team upended in overtime. Kushner makes a statement against the two favorites in varsity hockey. Interesting developments for Brooklyn in JV hockey. And Frisch takes down the 2019 Steve Glauber Memorial Tournament in California. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. The nation's number one varsity basketball team, the Mag and David Warriors, took a spill earlier this week when they faced the TABC Storm. The two schools have clashed on the court several times over the last three years, and this year's contest only added to what will be a heavy race toward March. Warriors up seven with very little time left on the clock. The Storm hit three threes, two by junior Zevi Salmon and a game-tying long ball by senior Yehuda Merwis to send the game to overtime. In the extra session, Sammet would hit another 3 that would give TABC the lead that would send them to eventual victory by the score of 60-56. Samet led all scorers with 16 points as the Storm moved to 4-0 in the West following a win over MTA. The Warriors rebounded with wins over Hank and Flatbush to get back on track. In other action, Hafter dropped Shari Torres 66-57 and North Shore outpaced DRS 63-57. Out in California, the Frisch Cougars reigned following the 2019 Steve Globerman Memorial Tournament. The Cougars knocked off the host Heavitt Firehawks, 56-51, behind tournament MVP senior Max Zockheim's 20 points. Frisch erased a 16-point third-quarter deficit to bring another crown home to the Yeshiva League. Moving over to hockey, where Kushner has thrown their hat in the ring with the contenders for the 2020 varsity crown. The Cobras earned a split on the week against the two Bergen County schools, but certainly earned the right to be considered for a spot at Lawrence Middle School in March. On Thursday, the Cobras hosted TABC and took it to the Storm, taking a 5-2 win behind two goals by junior Max Orbach. The win would set up a showdown with the undefeated defending champion Frisch Cougars. The preseason favorites got on the board early with two goals, but the Cobras would rebound with 1:08 left in the first on a goal from Orbach to head into the intermission down by one. Senior Ari Baruch would extend the lead back out to two less than a minute into the second period, but Kushner would answer back halfway through the frame when junior AJ Kaiser lofted a shot into the Frisch net. The score would remain 3-2, despite both teams having fantastic opportunities, but the game would ultimately be decided with just over a minute to go when senior Jason Alter found himself all alone in the Kushner zone, putting it through the goalie and into the net for a 4-2 victory. The result puts Kushner and Frisch at six points, tied with SAR a tie- top the West, the Sting 3-2 winners over MTA last night. Finally, in JV hockey, the YDE Thunder find themselves as an early-season team of interest in the East after knocking off Flatbush last night 4-3. Flatbush came into the game riding a three-game shutout streak, having swept two games with Rombaum and one with Mag and David. With the win, YDE moves to 2-0, second place behind Flatbush at 3-2. But with DRS having barely started their season, it'll take a few more weeks to see who is a contender and who is just a pretender. Out West, Frisch rides an 8-2 win over Hank to move to a commanding lead over the division. But like in the East, with TABC just starting their season, there's lots of action between now and the end of December. And that was your Tuesday morning, Jam. The AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
0: And I'd like to add, thank you very much, Elliot. I'd like to add a uh, congratulations to the uh, Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees. They came away from uh, Los Angeles with a one-in-one record. Their first victory of the year against Caltech on Sunday night, after a disappointing night Saturday night against uh, Occidental. So, Yeshiva University Maccabees, they're off to a uh, pretty good start. And we're ready for an amazing season. By the way, I had mentioned that the first family-friendly game at YU is the 23rd of November. I didn't realize, and I apologize to Coach Steinmetz yesterday, I didn't realize that that was an away game, uh, their first conference game, the 23rd. And according to my study of the schedule, the first quote-unquote family-friendly game, meaning the ones that are you know on the weekend, etc., Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, I think you know what I mean by this point. (laughs) Uh, The first one would be uh, on the uh, 25th of January. It's coming up at the end of January. So we'll remind you as we get closer, of course, and obviously take a look at their schedule and come to all the games, Tuesdays, Thursdays, whenever they are. Uh, But uh, we like to point out the family-friendly games so people can take advantage and get out there to see the YU Maccabees. Tuesday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM with Yaakov (laughs) Shweki.
1: Lo shamata, es lo que lo llamo la mola mache. Halo y lo llamata, que lo llamo la mola mache. Halo y lo llamata, es lo que lo llamo la mola mache. Halo y atata y El ojé, el ojé o la masé es lo que es lo que
0: J.M. and the A.M. Tuesday, 7.30 in the morning. Aloha data, one of the classics from Yaakov Shweki here at J.M. and the A.M. Uh, well, in light of what's going on in Israel, the um, United uh, the Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, Danny Danone, following the rocket strikes from Gaza, he demanded that the United States he demanded that the United Nations Security Council condemn the attacks into Israel. These rocket attacks from terrorist organizations threaten the lives of 9 million civilians instead of calling on all parties to exercise restraint we expect the UNSC the UN Security Council to clearly and unequivocally condemn the terrorists responsible. It is time for the international community to realize that its silence is a prize for terrorism. Danone added, Israel is not interested in escalation, but will counter its campaign against terrorism with determination and strength. Yeah, amen to that. Amen to that. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning
10: Chizuk. Good morning. In the days of the Chuma Sadashan, there were some very wealthy students. They wanted to make it easier for themselves to find svarim. So they constructed a table for the books that would rotate like a lazy Susan. Whoever needed a sefer would merely rotate the table and he didn't have to bother to get up. In the eyes of the students, it seemed to be a great invention. The Tshumas Adeshen thought otherwise. He said this type of Torah would not attach itself to their hearts and they wouldn't remember it. When a person goes after a Sefer, and they look for the book, and it takes them a certain amount of time, and they put Yigiyah into it, then the person remembers what they learn. Like it says in the Shulchan Aruch, Ein di The Torah does not stay atzmo from the person that merely takes it casually, and only can learn with a lot of other pleasures. One night, there were students that had a very strong question in the Talmud. No one was able to work it out. They all asked their great Rebbe, Reb Chaim Shmuel Levitz. The next morning, when they came early inside to the yeshiva, they saw that Reb Chaim Shmuel was sitting and learning. He had the idea and the answer to the question that they had the night before. They said to him, Rebbe, if we would have been blessed with your brain, if we would have your head, so we would also know this entire sugi the answer. Rebbe Chaim protested. He said, do you think I have such a good head? Do you think I'm blessed with such talents? Not at all. At night when everyone went to sleep, I put the pillow over my head and I began to scream the entire sugi of the Talmud. I went back and forth until finally in the wee hours of the morning, I understood it and came up with the answer. It says, whoever occupies himself with Torah, like it says, Lasok sora. It's like a person who's in business. He's called a Baal Asek just like a businessman, will not totally be diverted from his business no matter what, so too, a person that learns should be entirely focused on their Torah. This is what we learn, that when an individual is involved in any learning pursuit, whether it's going to a shir, whether it's picking up a book, a sefer for five minutes, regardless of what it is, it requires total immersion La asok to become involved, to become immersed in the Torah. The greatest schus that we have in our life is the mere fact that we are all B'nai Torah. The fact that we all have the great opportunity, the great merit to learn Torah. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a
0: nice day. J.M. in the AM. Thank you, everybody, Goldwasser. Uh, J.M. in the AM on a Tuesday. Tomorrow we're in Pittsburgh. Remember, tomorrow we are in Pittsburgh. It's one year later. The um, the um, yard site on the Jewish calendar of those who were killed in the massacre last year in Pittsburgh is this coming Shabbos. So we are going there today. we will be there tomorrow morning at the JCC, and we thank the JCC for their cooperation. A lot of people there are really, really nice and cooperative. Um... Um, a lot of people are uh, pitching in to really help this be a meaningful and inspiring show tomorrow with a great lineup. And it'll be at the JCC from Pittsburgh, 6 to 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Pittsburgh, one year later. Um, so that's tomorrow. Make sure to be tuned in. A couple of reactions to our uh, well, first, a reaction on the app. <laughs> a reaction on the app from our Yeshiva League Sports update, which is at TABC Storm JV. Beat Kushner last night 2-0 in the shutout. I'm assuming that's in hockey. And then uh, one of our listeners, as we pay careful attention to what's happening in Israel, we went through a whole thing earlier about uh, all the different things that are going on and the red alerts and the uh, rockets that our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through now. Listener says, please say a special prayer for the people of Eretz Yisrael, Nahum. Unfortunately, our enemies are all around us. May Hashem protect the Jewish people. Yes, well said well said. Our enemies are all around us. And uh, I just pointed out to someone this morning the irony of us going to Pittsburgh a year later for tomorrow's broadcast at the same time that the enemy is doing what they're doing in Israel to the Jewish people. Think about it. Morning rain with a high of 56. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low 26. Wow. Sunshine tomorrow, a high 37 degrees. Usual. I'm right now at 73. New York at 56 here on a Tuesday morning, as we broadcast at JM and the Amp. Well, one of our it's 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 obvious to anybody who knows us. One of our favorite days of the year, uh, actually, it only happens every other year, uh, is when the OU presents the community fair. Um, the community uh, Jewish community home and home and job relocation fair happens on Sunday before Thanksgiving, the twenty fourth. Of November. Circle it on your calendar. It happens at the Metropolitan Pavilion, 125 West 18th Street in New York City between 6th and 7th Avenues. Over 60 communities from the U.S. and Israel are participating. It's free admission. Go to ou.org fair, ou.org slash fair. and Judy Steinig is Director of Community Services at the OU and is the fair coordinator for the Orthodox Union. Rebecca and Judy Steinig, welcome back to JM and the AM.
11: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much.
0: I appreciate that. I love talking about different Jewish communities around this country, especially those that are growing. We know there's certain communities that are, you know, having a, a difficulty. They're on a downswing and they're using the fair as an opportunity to really boost things up, which I get and I'm certainly rooting for them. And there's certain communities that are just, you know, like at the top of the list, the places that people want to move to. Uh, that are doing well out there in terms of Jewish community growth. I find it fascinating sitting in this chair and uh, and finding out what's happening in Jewish communities around the country. And, and I know you share my passion in that you're also one who likes to travel to and observe and speak to different communities and see what's happening in their community.
11: Absolutely. I just got back from Houston where I was over the weekend, and they're, they're, they come to the fair each, t- each time, and they are just exploding. It's amazing.
0: It's funny because there's certain communities that in certain circles are getting a reputation that you can't move there anymore. I'm not saying Houston's one of them, but it's funny that some communities are doing so well, and housing prices obviously start to go up a bit, et cetera, et cetera, that people are saying that that may not be the place to move to anymore, and it's fascinating to hear different people's perspective on things as they look around for housing and schooling and, and synagogues and, you know, where they may want to bring up their families in the future. Uh, and you can attest to the fact that there are j- uh, right around 60 communities from, the, from North America. There are others from Israel that are going to be participating. I mean, we're talking about a, a, a day at the OU Community Fair where people can, can quote-unquote travel all around the world to great Jewish communities. 100%.
11: It's a very, very exciting day. We look forward to seeing hundreds of people uh, coming and then seeing later on where they end up. Sometimes they go a couple of times to the fair before they make these decisions, but the opportunity is wonderful. Each community invites you into to see what's going on. And we also recommend, of course, that people travel to the communities following. To right see, you know, to see what's there because sometimes what you think is going to be there will be different, sometimes it's ten times better and I this is a serious decision, and we want people to really you know spend time on it
0: and I'm going to go through some of the pitches that some of the communities have, and again, we can't do all sixty that's impossible, but you get my point. We'll do some of them just so people get an idea of the flavor and the taste that the community is trying to you know project everybody out there in terms of what they have to offer, but in general, you know. Um, there are many communities that offer tuition grants. There are many communities that offer shul membership breaks. There are many communities that offer types of synagogues you'll never find in the New York, New Jersey area. There are communities that offer you know, amenities. You know, we think we have it all over here in this area. There are, there are communities that offer amenities that we'd never see in this area. So re- remember, everybody, it's not just going and finding you know, less expensive housing. And, you know, more of a, uh, of a quality of life issue, but it's, you're also going to find certain elements that you'll never find in our community here in the New York, New Jersey area. Yet, Judy Steining, you do know that there are communities in New York and New Jersey who feel they fall into that category and are actually going to be presenting at the fair.
11: Absolutely. Many, many of our uh, metropolitan communities, you know, feel that they are, and they certainly are, that out-of-town community in New York. So everybody everybody coming to the fair has something to offer that's very special and it certainly warrants it depends on the people coming what it is they're looking for.
0: It's all free, everybody. November twenty fourth, Metropolitan Pavilion, the OU's seventh international Jewish Community Home and Job Relocation Fair, one twenty five West eighteenth Street in New York, between sixth and seventh Avenues. Go to ou.org slash fair. OU slash fair. Are you asking people to register or are they just showing up?
11: No, no. no. We, we, they will definitely be registered by the time they are admitted. Our recommendation is to register in advance because hopefully it will make your, your, the time that you, that you take to get your badge a lot faster. All right. So, so that's... No, uh, register. I... Go to it right now. It takes about three seconds. Register as individuals, husband and wife separately. It'll take you about two minutes. And, you know, and then you'll be online for, you know, quickly getting your badge because nobody enters the uh, exhibition hall without a badge. All right. So uh, we, we definitely recommend pre-registering.
0: OU.org slash fair is where you register. OU.org slash fair. And as you heard Representative Judy Steinig just say, if you're a, a family going together, register individually. Husband, wife, register individually. It'll make life a lot easier for everybody there at the fair. All right. So I'll give you some examples. Allentown, right? How are they pitching themselves? Allentown's in Pennsylvania. We're actually going to pass right by Allentown today on our way to Pittsburgh, another great community. So Allentown says that they are a typical out-of-town community, 60 minutes to Philly, 90 minutes to New York City, a couple hours from Baltimore and Washington. They're growing in number with many young families new to the area.
11: About a dozen have moved in in the past couple of years. A dozen families? Yep including including this past year we were just we were there this past summer we did a community fair. my husband and i did a community fair road trip at allentown was our first stop and uh Rab, they have a brand new rabbi rabbi nissen and hannah andrews who came in this past spring uh that he was previously in calgary milwaukee london uh and so he, they're very enthusiastic and really brings you know tremendous vitality to the community
0: very interesting. that's a big number for a community a dozen yes, families. Absolutely.
11: Yes, they are really working hard. They have their tremendous <laughs> amounts of job opportunities there. They said so much they can't fill them. So that, to me, says something to everybody here that is looking to move on in their careers. They definitely should give Allentown a chance. Uh, they just got this uh, kosher food truck uh, that's parked at the JCC. They are right near Muhlenberg College. Uh, so that also has different opportunities. Yeah, Mul- um, people don't even
0: realize that Muhlenberg has a whole kosher option over there. a Big LL. It's like a, it's a big kept secret over there, or well kept secret. We're, we're to say.
11: trying to get that secret out.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you because it's really a big, big treat uh, when people realize what's available there on the college campus. Um I, you know, it's funny, I must be thinking of Valentine from like nineteen ninety. You know, I forget it's thirty years later and and that communities communities grow and are so different than they used to be. They consider themselves diverse with Ashkenazim Svartim and a range of religious observance. Uh the Jewish day schools, their local community day school. Financial assistance is available based upon income. They have busing programs to Philly for high school. Uh some of course um uh use dormitories. Uh, when it gets to the uh, high school years. They have a large A-Roof. I don't know if they had one years ago. It's so unbelievable. Large A-Roof covering houses ranging from the upper 100s and 200s, multiple apartment complexes, mikvah down the street from the main area, et cetera, et cetera. And the Lehigh Valley economy is at an all-time high, growing in multiple fields. The shul in Allentown is offering dues reductions for the first two years. The Jewish Day School, JCC, both offer tuition assistance, making the overall cost of living one of the most affordable in the Northeast. Now, that's a good pitch, and, and people will see that pitch at the fair.
11: There's also, um, you have to speak directly to the community, but there's also, I believe, tuition assistance somehow through Federation, and the state, Pennsylvania, is very, very helpful with with tuition in the in the yeshivas. All the different uh, Pennsylvania communities are benefiting from this. The details uh, you can get, you know, when you take a trip there, but it makes it just a, extremely affordable to try to be in a place that is not far from New York, but yet it, it's got that out-of-town feel.
0: Uh, Kyle Neufeld is the contact there. You can go to sonsofisrael.net. You can go to jewishlehighvalley.org. You can go to LV for Lehigh Valley, lvkosher.org, uh, and they, they'll be at the fair, so you can check out all out. Then Richmond sent us a whole bunch of information regarding their pitch. They're going to be at the uh, at the fair. It's Richmond, Virginia, and Steine, correct?
11: Yes, I was there um, a year, uh, two years ago. Oh, my goodness. They have had over 40 new families have moved in the the past couple of years. Many of them, some some of them have actually been brought up in Richmond, love it so much that they get married and then they come back to Richmond, which I think says something wonderful about the community. They have amazing, amazing uh, tax credits for tuition um, that just saves people hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's, you know, they have. Low income taxes, low property taxes, and, I mean, I've seen the homes. They're beautiful homes. Uh, you certainly couldn't afford that in the New York area. <laughs> um,
0: where did these 40 families come from, from this area, from all around the country?
11: Uh, from all around. All around. They just, I mean, I know, know you said that I, some
0: they, stick around. The young people who get married stick around, but I'm wondering where the others came from.
11: And some of them brought their friends as well. Um, it's just It's just such a friendly, friendly place. I didn't realize
0: Not, they have a boys and girls high school there.
11: Yep. Unbelievable. Um, In fact, I know of people that have sent their children there from New York.
0: You know, it's a big Uh, thing. You know, it's one
11: child in a smaller place is just, you know, and it probably then brings the families down.
0: It's one thing to have a a day school. A lot of communities have, you know, historic day schools at this point. Uh, Once you have a high school, it's a big statement about your community, right?
11: Absolutely. Yes. Now that Richmond really is just on the move, Um, Is again another place with many, many different. Job opportunities. Um, you go down south, of course. You get the the wonderful meetups and the and the courtesy that I don't think many
0: of us see now. <laughs> no double parking in Richmond. <laughs>
11: Probably not. Probably you don't need to. I'm sure there's plenty of parking. <laughs>
0: That's a good point, actually. Uh, plus, of course, uh, multiple choices in terms of in terms of shuls. They have a beautiful new mikvah there, an air of some of the basics that you need now in a community. If you're going to make a pitch, you need an air at this point. Uh, and of course, uh, affordable prices. Richmond, Virginia is number two in the city that millennials are moving to. So they are becoming a younger city as well. Very interesting. Uh, JewishRVA.com. JewishRVA, I guess, for Richmond, Virginia. JewishRVA.com. Stuart Cantor and Rabbi David Asher are some of the people you could speak to. And that community, and I assume, again, they and their representatives will be at the fair on the 24th of November. So people can check absolutely. that out.
11: Absolutely, and they would love to have you come for a shop. My kids were just there this past year. Um, beautiful, Lovely, lovely, friendly community. Um, we, we, lo- we
0: love Richmond. South Bend, Indiana. Now, I remember when South Bend literally had, the uh, you know, no Torah atmosphere, and now look what it's become. a vibra- Oh, my
11: goodness. A- it is absolutely a thriving Torah community. With just growing by leaps and bounds, um, they they are they have tons of job opportunities, and they're also working on professional development for the people that are there. Um, now they said salaries are going to be a little bit less than what we're used to, right? But the cost of living is so much less that you that you're getting so much more for your dollar,
0: right? I mean, it's not strange to pay 150 grand for a beautiful home there.
11: Hundred percent, yes, absolutely, and with low property taxes. So, that's, and, um, that,
0: and they also have a good state school voucher program. I didn't realize all yes. these states that you're introducing us to this morning have all these great programs. Well, so that no, could, it
11: totally makes it. We know that there are so many people that once they, you know, you have children and you're working on tuition, tuitions. It's that's it. I mean, it, it is so painful. You go to some of these other communities that have really worked hard to do this, and your your cost of living is so much. So much better, you know. If you're if you're getting some help in the tuition department,
0: South Bend is 90 miles from Chicago, three hours from Detroit, four from Cleveland. It, it is better centrally located than anybody thinks. Uh, they have their own kosher grocery with full line of everything you'd want. The updated Aruv, the mikvah, as we said, you got to have those these days. Otherwise, uh, otherwise people won't even bother checking out the community. South Bend offers, according to what it says here, everything a from family would need with multiple minyanim, uh kolel, three fine schools. Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, including a high school, as I said earlier, when it comes to high schools, you know that, that the community is making a very, very big investment to the future. Nightly community-wide learning, shiurim, and uh, a Torah spectrum of hashkafe represented throughout the entire community. Simon Springer is uh, the contact in South Bend. Again, somebody who I'm suspecting will be at the OU's Jewish Community Fair. They have a website, move to jewishsouthbend.com, <laughs> move to JewishSouthBend.com. dot com. And Rabbiton Steinig, it sounds like you're impressed with the South Bend community.
11: Oh, absolutely. I, I'm hoping to get there this summer. That's the one one of the, the ones that I haven't been
0: to yet. And then you're talk and then you just said you went to Houston, Texas. And Houston yes. and Houston, Texas, some are already arguing that Houston, Texas is booming, that this is not a this is not a place where, you know, a dozen or two dozen families are moving in over a, couple of, a period of a couple of years, but where people are coming in by the throngs. What did you uh, What did you witness when you were oh, down in Houston? Oh, my
11: goodness. In the past six months, 48 families have moved in. <laughs> wow. Now, one would think they would run out of homes. Right. Part of going to Houston, I got from several of their reps, I got a tour of the entire area. There's several different, different neighborhoods. And they are building be- big, beautiful homes in, in one area, brand new homes to accommodate all of these new families. Uh, I, I was just looking. I said, you know, I live in a row house in Chugar Garden You could take half my row <laughs> and put it into some of these houses. Just beautiful, super affordable. Uh, the schools are bursting at the seams, but they're building more. Uh, they have seven schools. Wow. Uh, I was in, uh, I had food from a cu- just a couple of the restaurants. Uh, t- the restaurants, they have really everything. And they were proud to tell me no city or state income tax.
0: Right, that's correct. No city tax in Houston, no state tax in Texas. That's right. It is a big destination. You hear what rebertson Steining just said. Over 40 families in the last six months. All the chinuch options you can imagine. Three McVode, four Erevin in terms of different neighborhoods. Eight restaurants, six supermarkets. This is, this is a different level already. Seven diverse synagogues, affordable housing, a tremendous um, a, a variety of fields. I mean, Houston, always known for the medical field, but now uh, uh, that has uh, expanded to so many other fields. Its economy has an industrial base in energy, aeronautics, technology. It's the energy capital of the world. Houston's Texas Medical Center employs more than 100,000 people, and medical care is world class. That's something that they've always been known for. And the uh, no city and state income tax, that's a very, very big attraction. Uh, Houston is inviting, as I'm sure every community is, people to go and join them for Shabbos and see what it's all about. The contact down there is Tivia Weiss and Myra Weisfeld. And they've got an interesting website, MovetoHouston.org. MovetoHouston.org. And I'm sure you can contact them through that site and by being at the OU, 7th International Jewish Community Home and Job Relocation Fair on Sunday November to 24th. Uh, we should also mention, Reverend Steining, that you have invited and you are going to include communities from Israel with the help of Nefesh B'Nefesh, which I think is amazing. And I didn't know if that list would ever grow. And sure enough, it's your largest representation from Israel of any fair in the past, right? Absolutely. Yes,
11: it is.
0: So that's pretty cool as well. And we, we
4: just... And we ha-
11: have many people that are... It's interesting because we see the registrations as they come in. There are many people that are, you know, interested in communities in the United States. And then they also click off because Aliyah is certainly also on everybody's radar. So a lot of people are interested in both. We have empty nesters that are, you know, also looking to make Aliyah. Um, You know, this is is a, a time where everybody who's thinking ahead, should be coming to look and see what's
4: there. No question
0: Both about in it. In the
11: United States and in Israel.
0: And we highlighted some of the pictures so people can get an idea of what's going on out there, but people should realize there are over 50 other communities in North America that are going to be there as well. So lots of things to uh, to check out, lots of communities to explore. I I remember a time when people would, would would be at the fair and you you know whatever it was, I don't know if there were 15 or 20 whatever number of communities were there at the fair years ago. And you know you would try to pick and choose. Now I think the problem is going to be people are going to have too many choices, and they're not going to—they're not going to be able to decide where to go to for Shabbos, what to explore, which community seems perfect for us, because there's so many that would really you know fit with our family. It's a—it's a good problem to have.
11: Well, actually, though, we have a strat- I have a strategy for how to address that. You're absolutely right. Sometimes too much makes it complicated. So my suggestion is: anybody interested in moving at any time. Should go to the website, right where they register. We have every single community listed nice. uh, with, with all of their information and before do some homework before the fair. think about what 's going to work for you, where you, where you have friends where where you 've been hearing about think about figure out maybe the six to eight communities you really want to focus on at the fair. Talk to those people, but walk around and see everything. but if you focus on a few you probably will, will have you know much better success.
0: Great idea. Rabbits and Judy Steinig. she is the affair coordinator, and uh, she is the uh, uh, director of community services at the OU, and she's inviting everybody to be there on the 24th of November at the Metropolitan Pavilion on West 18th Street in New York City, and she's asking everybody to please register in advance. And if you're a couple, husband and wife, register individually. Go to ou.org slash fair, ou.org slash fair thank you so much for all the time this morning and for all the insight into these communities it 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 again has this excitement to it there's a lot of excitement out there as people are getting ready for this fair because people love exploring new places and a lot of people as you pointed out are going to end up in new places because it is fair
11: absolutely it's it's a lot of fun it's exciting and we, we welcome everybody Yes, we ask you to pre-register, but if you don't get around to it, we'll we'll take you on-site as well. Got it. Thank you so much, Nachum.
0: Thank you very much, Reverend and Judy Steinig. Everybody, go to the website ou.org/fair. Got over 60 communities to check out. I never in a million years thought there'd be 60 communities or more uh, at an OU community fair. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable what's going on in this country. It is unbelievable how so many cities in the United States are becoming. Uh, cities that are enjoying such incredible Jewish growth. Just amazing. OU.org slash fair. More coming up. You're listening to brand new music from Simcha Liner. This is JM in the AM.
1: That it's necessary. There is zum Israel, the world me. So taste, brother, taste it. We are holy among all the people. חולה כמובך (עבירים) לילי The Lord is the Lord. The Lord is the Lord. The the Lord. The Lord is the The Lord won't Lord. The Lord is the Lord. The the Lord. The 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 כל הכבוד נודדים שאנחנו יהודים אנחנו מאמינים זכינו להיות אמנים חל כל הכבוד אחים כל הכבוד כל הכבוד כל הכבוד כל הכבוד כל הכבוד נודדים שאנחנו יהודים אנחנו מאמינים זכינו להיות אמנים חל כל הכבוד אחים כל הכבוד
0: A.M. and the A.M. Simcha Lina wrapping up the hour at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at com, on the Siegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Well, our our thoughts and the collective Jewish heart is certainly uh, pointing toward the Holy Land today with the uh, rocket attacks and the red alerts and what our uh, brothers and sisters in Israel are going through today. After Israel uh, uh, successfully assassinated that the terror leader, and as we um, as we talk about Israel and to think about Israel, we have an opportunity to do something about Israel. Our friends at the Jewish National Fund—you know what we think of them—they are amazing, and they continue to build Israel even now in 2019 with project after project and all these uh, amazing and different programs that are <laughs> simply remarkable and sometimes hard to believe just how many there are. And we encourage people in our community. We encourage people in our community to get involved in JNF. Uh, we have done some amazing shows with them in Israel. We have seen up close and personal the work they do and the accomplishments that they've uh, brought to the Jewish world. And it's just amazing. And we, I, I, I want to encourage our community, our listeners, the people who are focused on Israel who are in this audience to, to seriously consider the work of JNF and getting involved with it. Uh, to that end, the JNF, Jewish National Fund, winter reception is happening on Tuesday, no, uh, Tuesday, December the 3rd at the Teaneck Marriott at Glen Point in Teaneck, New Jersey. They'll honor Susan and Ben Gutman. They'll honor Tracy Kaplan. They'll honor Esther and, uh, and Warren Levy. They'll have guest speakers, including Ambassador Danny Dayan, the Consul General of Israel, who's amazing. And Modi, the great comedian, is going to be there as well. And all of us have an opportunity to be there and to make a difference. It's Tuesday, December the 3rd, and it's the JNF Winter Reception. It will start at uh, 6.45 with the program kicking off at the 7.45 that evening. Buzzy Green is with us live via telephone. He's marketing chair for JNF uh, Northern New Jersey and Rockland County, and he is excited about what's happening on December the third. Buzzy, welcome back to JM and the AM.
12: Nice to be with you, Nachum. Good morning to you and to all the listeners. It's great to be back on and to uh, talk about JNF. I
0: appreciate that. It's great to have you on. And you know, my opening words. I hope people understand how serious I am. You, it, it's hard to believe that an organization that's known for the historic accomplishments that it has, now in 2019 is doing the number of projects and programs in Israel that they are doing. I mean, JNF basically is as strong as ever. It's one of the reasons I recommend that people in this audience get involved.
12: Well, I think th- the most incredible part is, to me, being involved in the last, let's say, 12 to 15 years, is the growth of the projects and how it is now essentially affecting every facet of Israeli people's lives and lives in all parts of the country it's just amazing what's going on and of course you know it's much different than just saying oh yeah jnf and we build tre- we plant trees
0: you know so different here so beyond that it's unbelievable <laughs> that's
12: for sure that's this, for sure
0: it's 52 years now that this reception has been held in the bergen county area why is this year different buzzy
12: you know it's a very interesting thing 52 years ago this was started and why is it different because we have made a major push in the last year to go outside just essentially the TNA community which is obviously as you will know a big Sadduca community and gets yeah. to a lot of different organizations and is a main force in Bergen County but we have gone all through other communities in Bergen County now from Fairlawn to Mawa to Alpine to Fort Lee to all the other places to to make sure everybody has a real good understanding of what JNF actually means to the State of Israel in the year 2019-2020 with the blueprint that JNF has Everyone needs to get involved. Like you said before in your opening remarks about how remarkable it is, what JNF is doing, people don't even realize that. And that's why it is so different this year and why we came back on the radio to talk to all of your listeners to make them understand that this is truly an important time to get involved in JNF.
0: December 3rd looks like a really exciting event. You have some great guest speakers. Looks like you have a wonderful roster of honorees. Looks like it's going to be a great reception.
12: And the one thing also to remind people is that's Giving Tuesday, which means oh. that every person that gives that evening, comes to the event, gives to tzedakah that evening, there's going to be a matching gift made by someone that will double everything that we're doing. So that's a tremendous, tremendous, uh, excellent thing to have now, this doubling of all of our efforts.
0: That's amazing. So it's actually happening on Giving Tuesday itself, and everyone has an opportunity to double uh, their donations on that specific day, Tuesday, December 3rd. Tell me about the honorees. These uh, these look like people who've been involved with JNF for a while.
12: So they, they have been involved. Ben and Susan Gutman have been in, uh, involved in JNF for many, many years. Ben serves on many boards for JNF. Uh, Tracy Kaplan is what's called the rising star. Right. Uh, she has been involved with the uh, the Alexander Musk School. So we have that, too, there. And Esther and Warren Levy, Anybody from the TNEC community and certainly beyond the TNEC community knows about Esther and Warren and their total involvement in what's been going on for the last 30 years here in TNEC and certainly for them for the last uh, five to eight years in JNF and all the things that they've done. So these three different honoree, the couples and Tracy, and then actually Tracy's husband is, is very much involved as well, have again broaden the area so we're not just involved as uh, i think you came even once we were here in teaneck and we've been doing stuff in teaneck for all these years but we have now broadened so those three sets of honorees are going to help us really get into all the different communities here
0: by the way you know danny dion's a great guest speaker right
12: uh, yes, I do know that. I have heard of him before, He's great, uh, and I think that he's going to be wonderful, and then we have a reception for major donors for him afterwards, right nice. after the dinner is over. I have never seen Modi, so I don't know <laughs> Modi. I've heard about him. They've all told me he's wonderful, so I assume that that's going to be an excellent part of the evening as well.
0: He was actually on the show here this week, and or, or last week, and uh, he, his take on so many uh, things are hilarious, but I'm sure... When it comes to Israel, he has a lot of funny things to say, so he'll be entertaining. Modi's going to be there. Uh, He is going to be presenting his uh, comedian or comic routine, I should say, on the night of December 3rd. Danny Dayan is the guest speaker, and everyone's encouraged to attend. All you got to do is go to uh, JNF.org, JNF.org slash winter reception, JNF.org slash winter reception. You could literally uh, sponsor the event and indicate that you're attending the event right there on the web. It's at the Teaneck Marriott Tuesday night. December the 3rd. And, and Buzzy Green, what are the plans for JNF going forward in Bergen County? You mentioned how there's this amazing effort that's been successful so far and is continuing to really broaden the reach of what we would call the Bergen County region and include as many communities in the area as possible. What else would you say are JNF's plans in that area of New Jersey coming up?
12: Well, again, we're going to, as we started, and I mentioned on your radio program probably six or eight months ago when we did it in the spring out in the Five Towns there, right. that we are going to go to every congregation, every rabbi, and talk to them and try and give them an understanding of what JNF is doing. From the fact that JNF is involved with Nefesh Benefesh, from the fact that JNF is involved with Special in Uniform, that terrific program right. that you have spoken about before, Amazing. and the Sillon Foundation, right. and the Indoor. Uh, playgrounds they wrote. All the things that have made JNF now so involved in all the communities in Israel. From Chalutza down there, from the Gush Katis, uh, individuals that are down in Chalutza. There are so many different things And we think that essentially, not that we think we even know, that people in all these communities here don't really have a total understanding of what JNF is doing. So that is our plan to broaden and get all these ideas out so everybody knows, hey, we're not just trees.
0: Yeah, not just trees and not just uh, for specific uh, segments of the community. Uh, that is
12: correct. It's every segment of the community, no matter what your politics. Exactly. We, we don't exactly. any politics in JNF. This is for the land of Israel, for the people of Israel all over Israel. I
0: mean, the list of things that you just mentioned, and I know it's an even longer list, but the list you oh. just mentioned should be attractive to all of our listeners out there to get involved with. I mean, it's amazing what you're doing for so many people in need in Israel and for the growth of Israel in general. That, uh, that's correct. Everybody out there, Jewish National Fund Winter Reception. It's Tuesday, December the 3rd, Teaneck Marriott at Glen Point. Uh, go to the web, jnf.org slash winter reception. Jnf.org slash winter reception. Uh, Buzzy, anything else you want to add in terms of getting in, uh, people want to get involved with this event?
12: I just, as I've always said, anybody wants to email me. Um, imagingmg at gmail.com. I even, I think last time, gave out my phone number. So (laughs) if anybody wants to call me directly, I have an interest in making sure that people, one by one and community by community, understand exactly what JNF means to the state of Israel today and the people of Israel today.
0: Yeah, and more and more people are discovering that. Buzzy Green is marketing chair of JNF for Northern New Jersey and Rockland County. The event's December 3rd. We'll remind everybody as we get closer and closer. Try your hardest, everyone, to be there. You will be in Inspired that night. That I can guarantee you. Buzzy, thanks for joining us. Continue your great work on behalf of the people of Israel.
12: Thanks a lot. Nachum. it's always great to talk to you, my friend. I'll be, I'll be with you soon again, I'm sure.
0: Thank Ezrat you. Thank you. And good luck for December 3rd. Looks like a great event. More coming up. It's Tuesday here at JM in the Am with a reminder that right after today's show, we take off for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're going to be heading out to Pittsburgh. Maybe a seven hour drive, but we are, it is well worth it to be there during the week of the first yard site of those who perished in the uh, in the synagogue attack last year. will be broadcasting from the JCC. Thank you, JCC of Pittsburgh. Tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 a.m. with an impressive roster of guests. Make sure to be tuned in. Pittsburgh one year later right here tomorrow on JM in the a.m. 12 minutes after 8 o'clock with Gershon Viroba.
7: I'm i das sich rekhau mumkin ispa on a bashama hayim bashama yimi Hashem the you let
1: so nat ko si
0: cats just watching some of the videos a video out now of uh, a rocket falling literally on a highway falling a rocket being landing courtesy of the enemy on a highway in Israel how frightening my god videos and pictures of uh, school children that are uh, hiding in the aisle or, or trying to you know duck down in the aisle of a school bus Soroka hospital where one staff member per baby is moving babies into bomb shelters. Unbelievable. This is what our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through. Let's remember this. Let's remember this. Let the collective Jewish heart be focused on Israel today. Um, they're going through the red alerts. They're going through trying, trying to avoid getting killed. There was a scene from Stay Road. Where someone wrote, "It looks like Afghanistan. It's really just a street." And they wrote that obviously got hit, and that caused a major fire with uh, with major smoke. Um, so it's happening. It's happening as the enemy reacts to the assassination of a killer. Yeah, you would think that you know humanity would be happy when when someone who wants to kill people is eliminated. Uh, but instead, this is the reaction, and now this is what the uh, our brothers and sisters in Israel have to deal with. Let's see how long it lasts. I hope not too long. Um, but hopefully Israel will not stop until those who are responsible for all this are stopped. Yishai Rebo had a Lama. You heard Gershon of in and there was Shimcha. Tuesday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM. Um, Tomorrow we're in Pittsburgh on the subject of those who hate Jews. I remind you that uh, it was just one year ago this week where the greatest massacre in the history of the United States against the Jewish community took place in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Yard side is this Shabbos. We're there tomorrow, and I want to thank the JCC, and there are a lot of other people to thank, Simon Jacob and the Jewish Unity Initiative, Nina Butler, Rabbi Wasserman, those who have been on the front lines for us for the last year, whenever we need anything from Pittsburgh. I wanted to broadcast last year, which we did from Pittsburgh. And there's so many other people that have now gotten involved with this project to make tomorrow an inspiring day and one full of a great roster of guests from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So please join us tomorrow between 6 and 9 as we broadcast from Pittsburgh and we uh, concentrate on a community that is still recovering one year later. Tuesday morning, it's JM in the AM with Simple Liner. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Tatali, because the bat, the tatali, because the bayetim hamon bracha, mimispacha. Oh, oh, that's up on the sal, tatali, it's up to you, the tatali, because the collage is a big high, and it's not a wall. Any
12: I'm
1: <laughs> I'm I am a man whos 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 a the the I can't believe it's a bad
0: jam in the a.m. Just had a short conversation with my uh, wonderful friend Chef Barre and boy is he right. Don't you wish at a time like this as was the case years ago and it's funny we discussed this with Mayor Weingarten yesterday as was the case years ago don't you wish that the Israeli opposition leaders the, the politically the political opposition leaders would come out and say on a day like today everyone's united we're setting aside all differences and let's you know, let's do what we need to do to defeat the enemy. Even that doesn't happen these days anymore. It's unbelievable. Tuesday morning broadcast here at am tomorrow from Pittsburgh. Make sure to join us. Looking forward to an inspiring program tomorrow from Pittsburgh. One year later. Shalom Task Force. This is an organization that we respect tremendously. They are doing a lot of work in a lot of interesting and important areas. Shalom Task Force annual brunch happens on Sunday morning. Oh, it's this Sunday. Hey, everybody, make your reservation for this Sunday. Shalom Task Force annual brunch takes place this Sunday, 9.30 in the morning at the Sephardic Temple, Branch Boulevard in Cedarhurst. The brunch uh, helps raise funds to enable Shalom Task Force to continue to deliver its many services. Uh, Guest of honor is Miriam Ellenberg. Awardees include Rabbi Yehuda and Lisa Septimus, uh, Shane Urman. New York City Council Member Rory Lancman, Assemblyman Andrew Hevesy, New York State Senator Todd Kaminsky. They'll all be recognized. And um, and we would hope that everybody would come out and uh, and do what you can for safe relationships, healthy families, and a supportive community. That's the work that Shalom Task Force is always involved with. Uh, you can go to shalomtaskforce.org for information, shalomtaskforce.org. Dr. Shana Friedman. Who is the executive director of Shalom Task Force? Is with us live via telephone, Dr. Friedman. Welcome back to JM in the AM.
13: Thank you so much, Nachum. Pleasure to be here this morning.
0: Boy, did you put together a good list of honorees.
13: Yeah, they're very special, exceptional people. We're really excited to honor them for the work that they do.
0: It's happening this Sunday morning, and uh, I don't know, can you sum up in a couple of sentences what Shalom Task Force does? I don't even know if it's possible anymore with everything you're doing to sum it up in a short paragraph.
13: Well, I mean, I think you did a great job. Really, our focus is to combat domestic violence and help foster and create healthy and, and safe families and relationships. So we do that through our hotline, which I think a lot of people know about where they can right. call and be heard and we help connect people to services. We do a lot of education. We, we touched over 4,500 youth last year in high schools and the gap year programs in Israel and we have legal services to help people um, figure out their options and help them move forward. Um, we also provide um, Shalom Workshop which works with couples that are engaged or newly married to help them get the skills they need to have a healthy relationship. So we're here to help families be healthy and safe um, and promote that within our community.
0: You know the look, I mean, the work you do with the confidential hotline, anybody by the way, who needs any of this information, including the hotline numbers, mm-hmm. it's all at dot org. The work you do in that area is is so important and noteworthy. and and believe me, it, you know I, I hope you never have to do it anymore, but unfortunately, it looks like it's gonna go on for a while <laughs> so that you know you're you're there on the front lines of the domestic violence issue in our community, which is so important. But I gotta concentrate on the other stuff for a minute it is amazing uh, that you and your staff are able to put together these sessions and seminars that go into high schools and that go into uh, and, and that deal with the, you know couples who are engaged you know we don't realize that you have some really good young people out there who are ready to build wonderful families but they don't know what they're doing in a lot of cases. They just don't know. They don't. They need a little bit. You know, we joke about you know <laughs> needing a license to be a parent and stuff like that. They just they just need to have certain things pointed out to them. And if they make, make subtle changes to the way they deal with their relationships, especially the close ones like a spouse, et cetera, it can make all the difference in the world. Really,
13: we just want to equip people to have the healthiest relationships they can. And that's what we do. We go into schools. Um, we respond to issues um, that are really pressing nowadays, what's going on on the Internet, help people remain safe on the Internet. We help people figure out relationships, both dating relationships and friendships. We help people le- learn those skills so they can have the healthiest families moving forward. Um, and we're here to help them. And I, I, we always joke Shell and Workshop is for engaged and newly married, but we've seen couples that ask for it. They'll be married 20, 30 years. And we recently got a letter from one saying that they feel like they're back in their honeymoon phase. Right skills again and are able because, to really reinvent their marriage. So because, we're here and available to do that with the community and for the community.
0: Because you fall into habits that you don't realize are bad habits mm-hmm. and because you speak a certain way that until it's pointed out to you, you don't realize that it's either offensive or degrading or you know condescending you just don't realize it until someone points it out to you hey why don't you change this sentence and by the way this is why i always harp on this because one of the earliest memories i have of shalom task force in this area in the area we're discussing right now is just that change the couple of words in the way you mm-hmm. say this to your spouse it's gonna make all the- and sure enough it's it's such a simple thing people just need to know about it that's all that's
13: right it really works and so this Sunday, we're really excited to honor these honorees. Miriam Ellenberg is a longtime volunteer on, a bo- on our board. She gives her heart and soul, Rabbi and Lisa Septimus, Rabbi Huda Septimus um, from Young um, Israel of North Woodmere, right. and Shandy Ehrman, who herself is a survivor and is a voice for this issue. She's written online, and it's really exciting to hear her and honor her for her, her triumph um, around this issue. And then again, um, you know, Council Member Roy Lansman, Assemblyman, um, Andrew Hevesy, and Senator Todd Kaminsky for their, incredible work around this and helping us um, advocate for funding so we could do this work and then being champions of this cause for our community.
0: And on the even more serious issues, mm-hmm. because all this is serious, uh, unfortunately you see every day yeah. people who are in really, really difficult situations. And I'm talking about situations that displace them from their home, situations yeah. that, that need medical attention. I mean, you're talking about people... That are in really serious situations so just that that alone you know can fill your day in terms of trying to help people
13: yeah and we have you know we have our hotline and we have our legal services to respond to that directly to help people become safe and figure out a plan um, and to do this in a way that makes sense for them and their families.
4: You,
0: I don't mean to put you on the spot. How, yeah. you have any idea how old Shalom Task Force is? How long has it been? I believe it's
13: 27 years old. Um, and if you think about that, that like goes in the early 90s, right. where we were one of the first people to talk about it even in the larger community because that's the right. O.J. Simpson trial. So it, when it was really surfacing in a larger community. We were there to respond within our own community.
0: No question about it. And in the first few years, people wondered how necessary it was, yeah. and now, boy, have you guys proven yourselves. I mean, well,
13: I joke, I've been doing this work for 18 years, and when I used to go to uh, Shabbos dinners when I was single, people were like, what do you do? And I'd tell them, they'd say, what that's a job you really need to do domestic violence work in the jewish community and i believe now that everybody knows that it's still it's something might they might think it's the other jewish community or someone else but people realize now that it really is an issue and we have to support services so that people in our community who need them get them
0: great story i love that shalom task force annual brunch is sunday this sunday at the sephardic temple on branch boulevard in Cedarhurst, go to shalomtaskforce.org. Information about everything we've discussed in this conversation with Dr. Shauna Friedman is on that website, including the confidential hotlines, including all the information you need about bringing Shalom Task Force to your school or to your community or for a session for couples who are married for 40 years, whatever the case <laughs> is. Uh, men and women are obviously invited for this yeah. coming Sunday. Great list of honorees. Information shalomtaskforce.com. And you can go to slash brunch. Or to the uh, uh, Shalom ShalomTaskForce.org um, uh, 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 web address in order to register for the event. If you want to just go now, look at the invitation, register for the brunch. is coming Sunday. Go to ShalomTaskForce.org. And again, I may have said .com. I apologize. ShalomTaskForce.org. That's how you reach the people at Shalom Task Force. You can also call them at area code 516-773-3399, 516 773 nine nine probably the easiest way is just go to shalomtaskforce.org uh dr shana Friedman, anything you'd like to add Uh, thank you so much i look forward to
13: seeing everybody on sunday
0: great job thank you so much for joining us our best regards shalom task force doing great work tuesday morning broadcast plenty more coming up here at JM a reminder tomorrow well you know where we are tomorrow at this point i think the whole world knows where we are tomorrow tomorrow we're in pittsburgh pennsylvania tomorrow we are um broadcasting from the jcc in pittsburgh Talking about a community rebounding one year later, uh, we will be there. Uh, it is we have a very inspiring lineup, uh, a really great um, a really great lineup of um, guests who are going to be joining us tomorrow and we're broadcasting from the JCC that in and of itself is an interesting statement. The JCC has opened up its doors. it is the center of uh activity for all members of the jewish community in pittsburgh pennsylvania i mean every institution frankly in pittsburgh you know <laughs> is open to everybody that's the uh you know and people feel that way but i think it's symbolic that we're there in a place that uh, that literally uh everyone would never you know think for a moment whether they're welcome there and i thank them very much for that more coming up it's jm in the am with leva nefesh
6: ta inay elam a sharma lak bterem kol yitir livra ni yesnasa w khif tsay kol azay ma alekh shil ma ayni kwar wi akhari khlal sak kol livadoy nim the who I,
1: the hu I, the
14: Don't
6: schermolach the im kol via leich we see
15: You mean, who is <laughs> a big shit in Nazloe, Moon in Nilvishin? You mean, a by big shit in Moon in Louis <laughs> by Nay Calum. Because she knows low we move in the vision. Yeah, we do symbolouille by naikalo. Because she knows low, we moved in the shell. Jesus is you. I'm going to call you. i
0: J.M. and the A.M. Brand new from Penny Einhorn, a song called Yamino, uh, an album introduced to us by Srilly Meyer um, this week. And uh, there it is for the first time on J.M. and the A.M. Yamino is the opening selection off of Penny Einhorn's uh, brand new album here at JM in the AM. So there you go. All right. Um. Yeah, there it is. Yamino, mean uh, 11 selections uh, from Penny Einhorn. 11 selections on the brand new album. And I'm just trying to take a look at the uh, cover art for a moment just to get the official reference here. But it's not. Popping up yet? But when I uh, have it, then I will certainly. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's simply called Penny. The album is simply called Penny, with a photo of him on the front, and then I'll, all the details, of course, um, uh, regarding the uh, uh, the album itself, the songs, etc., all through the booklet. But Penny, P-I-N-I, P-I-N-I, Penny Einhorn, brand new at J.M. in the A.M. All right, there you go. Uh, Nine minutes before the hour. Tomorrow we are uh, broadcasting from Pittsburgh. Make sure to join us. It's going to be an inspiring morning with a lot of great guests from a community that is still reeling one year later and recovering and being resilient, and we'll explain all of that. Tomorrow between 6 and 9 with a big thank you to our good friend Simon Jacob, chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative. Our big thank you to our friends at the JCC and to all the people in Pittsburgh who have been so wonderful to us as we prepare for this trip. It's all coming up tomorrow between 6 and 9 on JMNAM at the Nachum Segal Network. Yonatan Razel with Hatov here at JM in the AM. Leviathan before that. Uh, Leviathan before that with. Um, uh, excuse me. Leviathan before that with Miale. Mazaltov tov to Gail and Willie Hachman on the birth of a grandson born to Daniel and Shifra in Israel. Mazaltov tov to Gail and Willie Hachman. We got that off of the NSN app. Mazaltov tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Love sharing good news with everybody. Pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel as the rockets continue to fall. Make sure to pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel, everyone. Oh, yes. A reminder from our friends at Artscroll, Rav Chaim Kanievsky and Chumash Bracious is now available. You get 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code RADIO. Rav Chaim Kaniewski and Chumash Brachis available now. 15% off free shipping in the U.S. if you use the promo code RADIO. Go to Artscroll.com. Go to Artscroll.com. Also, you can sponsor part or all of a JMN broadcast. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Click on Sponsorship Opportunities, and I thank you. Achayinu Yisrael and Achimacham, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. round the World the Web and AchimSingle.com on the Single Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a, uh, what is today? Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Ah, Coming up next, JM Rewind with our Simcha Liner interview. JM Rewind is next. We missed my Simcha Liner interview. Pay careful attention. It's coming up next during JM Rewind. Tomorrow from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, one year later, please join us. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel. Till tomorrow, I'll to reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.